What's up, fellow hooligans? Welcome back to another episode of Quick Books. Uh, I'm joined by our co-host, the one, the only, the Goofy. Um, yeah. Um, paid Goofy a visit, had some trouble, you know. Uh, body couldn't handle that malaria and diseases in the uh, bush where Goofy's uh, stationed at right now, you know, operating. You're so used to polluted water that when you got clean water over here where we're from. You're just like my body can't handle. It. I know, right? Out of that, out of that puddle, out of that muddy puddle with well. the flies all around it. You're right. <laughs> you don't <laughs> just because you put a few little stones around the puddle doesn't it's mean a it's well. a well. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Baby can drown in five inches of water or something like that. Um... <laughs> but yeah, no, we're uh, we're recording last minute again. Um, I made a post about it, but. Uh... Here at a Weaving Words podcast, we promise, no, we guarantee that we will definitely wait till the last minute to record all this shit. Procrastination is our motto. Um, yeah, procrastination is perfection. Um, but yeah, the uh, the weekend was fun, eventful, hung out with my family, saw the goof even for a little bit, woke him up from a slum- slumber. It was, uh, it was a very hot uh, Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, it was. Dude, I woke up on Sunday that morning at my my mom's place on the couch like a zombie, like just like I need water. <laughs> you dude... told me you were so dehydrated. <laughs> so... I'm like, did you drink water? I was so dehydrated. I like shambled like a zombie to the kitchen because they usually have like those five gallon jugs or a shit ton. Like I'm talking like flats of water, you know, from Costco or whatever next yeah. to the fridge, and all the like little five gallon things are empty. All dude, there's the bags, but no water bottles, and I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? Then I open the door. Anything you want to drink, that's not water, bro. They got beer, they got soda, they got fucking juice, they got uh that nectar stuff, the uh the kerns and all that. And I'm just like, what the fuck's going on, man? Am I really just like gonna have to go outside and drink out of a hose or what? <laughs> and then uh I just glanced behind all the groceries and everything, like all the way in the back, like you know, because like like it must not be popular. They have like those little bottles that are like a third of the size of a regular mm-hmm. one. And I grabbed that right next to it was like a semi frozen, you know, half frozen, uh, water bottle, but fuck it. I'll drink whatever I can. And I, I smashed that little bottle and whatever I was able to drink out of the, the semi frozen one. And I just went back to sleep knowing that wasn't enough water <laughs> and that I'd probably sweat it out by the time I woke up again. <laughs> but yeah, man, I was fucked yeah, up, like, dude. <laughs> like out of the fucking water bottle like i need some kind of moisture in my body it needs h2o <laughs> i know you're dude like, uh, like you're shit like, man um, spongebob no, um man versus wild uh bear Grylls. that's how i felt he drinks water out of anything. oh yeah anything you can get out of him and he'll just suck it out of it right oh. <laughs> But yeah, that was my Sunday morning. That was fun. Uh, I ate probably 20 plus uh, tacos and uh, some quesadillas and stuff at my godparents' that house too. That sounds so was freaking awesome. Yeah, I can see why you, your, your stomach I, it, was it, like... It, wasn't, it doesn't sound. It is super greasy. I was fucked up. Um, but no, it was fun. Great weekend overall. Again, I wish I had time to stop by and record, but I really did just spend a lot of it with my family, which is kind of the, the point of going over there on the weekend. Yeah, it's fun. Um, what about you, Goof? What'd you do? Nothing. Just uh, didn't run any uh any covert ops. No no uh no uh insurgencies or anything like that. You had to take a weekend off to yeah, be with your mom. Uh, Mother's Day takes precedence over a lot of uh a lot of my operations. Over freedom, I I understand. It's like um, there, there's many countries that can be free from uh, 
from the tyranny that uh, all these uh, fucking tyrants are having. But hey, Mother's Day weekend, gotta 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 choose one. Yeah, gotta man. Choose my mom. As I, I can be free or I can be a good son, and I cho- <laughs> I made my choice. <laughs> I think that's what, what Azula did in the. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. She chose. She chose to be a good daughter instead of a, a good person. And uh, look how that turned out for, her. fucking psycho. Did she choose to be a yeah, good daughter? She's like, I'm gonna be what my dad wants me to be, which was a fucking psycho killer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I was still so on the mom thing. Um, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> completely right. I feel bad for that girl. So, uh... I feel so bad for that girl. What? Yeah, it sucks. Put in a bad choice, but you know what? Her and Zuko made their choices. You can say that, but at least and at least Zuko had a good... look. Who, look who got to hang out with a bald guy. <laughs> Zuko had a good parental figure. I don't know. That's my difference. Hey man, he's her uncle too. She could have been hanging out so with him. I hear that, but there's that there's that one quote that she says something about like her mom looked at her like a monster, and she's like, "How am I supposed to react after that? Like my mom looks at me like a monster." What am I supposed to do? Yeah, because she's acting like a little yeah, thug, bro. If you have a good parental figure that just snaps you into place, like you, you can figure it out after that. I guess, man. I guess. Anyways, quotes. Um, so quotes, what? Uh, quotes. What quotes are you bringing I, us? What do you got for me? That's no, uh, you go uh, first, man. I'm quoting a show that um, I liked for a good while. It, yes, Sesame I, Street. No, it's The Office. Plaza Sesamo. Oh, <laughs> You're like no, it's Plaza it Gonzo. <laughs> Gonzo's from Muppet, did, bro. They're all the same thing to me. No, they are distinctly the different. I love Gonzo. I, I'm gonna put them all together as the same race. The Muppets were dope because, like, the Muppets, the Muppets, fuck you know, like the from the Muppets instead of like you know the Sesame Street ones. Those, those how do you know? Because <laughs> Kermit and Miss Piggy are a thing, uh, bro. Uh, they already have like romantic if, if relations. You watch, did you watch the show that mixing. came out after? Like the the, the more adult. No, Muppet no. Babies. See, that just shows you too that the Muppets There's had babies. Muppet babies will Muppet make show. your dreams come true. And Kermit and Miss Piggy broke Whoa, up. Whoa, Muppets X X. Yeah, oh, they broke shit, up. They want to fuck and around. She right? like this, Muppets X X X. He finds a new girl, a much younger girl. Damn! So, just traded her in, just well, like that. I don't that. know what the break was about because I didn't finish the show, but um, it seemed mutual. <laughs> right on, right on. Uh, but you said the Office. Yeah, We're doing the Office, office quotes. Uh, did you ever watch the Office? Yeah, yeah. What did you What did you think of it? Did you Did you watch the whole thing? I liked it. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. the whole thing. I stopped <sighs> after they got rid of Michael Scott. Uh, played by um. Mm. What's his name again? Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, fucking great, great show. I fucking love it. Uh, there's a few quotable things, especially by the main character Michael Scott, because he's a fucking moron. And um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of really great moments in that show in general. Uh, I really liked that. I watch I've watched it through probably three or four times all the way through. It's just it's a show that you can just throw on at any point. I'd be like, oh, yeah, this just have it in the background and just like sometimes there's something to laugh about. Sometimes it's just something to be like, wow, that happened. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. You know, something I can work to or whatever. Because I've watched it so many times. One of those, like, I don't have to actively be like, oh, I got to get yeah, the, the, you know, the, the super, super in-depth plot of The Office. <laughs> but anyways. Well, yeah, you know, you just have the uh, the relationship between Pam and Jim. You know, that was a pretty long, like, uh, plot. Yeah, that was a long-running like, thing. And... They had that from the beginning to the end, actually. Because even after they got together, they started having kids. They started having problems and moving and this and that. It was, yeah, it was cool. Yeah fucking i think that was no there was different little stories from different people like michael had his own little things every now and then but yeah 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 he'd have his own little plot points and stuff too you know there's some ongoing stuff that went on you know for most of the show and then there's just a bunch of one and done shit too um but yeah no it was a great series a lot of quotable moments a lot of memorable moments as well um no because i haven't seen this so long i don't have too many but i have a few that i i do fucking love and it's so funny um first one uh my one michael scott <clears throat> i'm an early bird and i'm also a night owl so i'm wise and also i have worms michael scott <laughs> I, I, it, the things that come to this man's brain like i don't know if it, if uh of uh if steve was a a writer in the show but i'm pretty sure he wrote this kind of stuff just how stupid it sounds <laughs> and you're just like what? Right. Where did you come? How up much improv bullshit? there was? <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's always trying to be like deeper than he actually is, it, right? Yeah. Like he's not as smart as he thinks he is. Exactly. Like, do you remember the yeah. when he wrote his own book? Like, uh, not was it a book? Because he wanted no, he wrote he wrote a movie script, and he put himself as the main character, Michael Scarn. <laughs> it was fucking stupid. Anyways, what do you have for me? Um. For my uh, quotes, I decided to go with one of my uh, favorite game series, uh-huh. um, which is uh, what was no, that? I'm listening. Oh, I thought you said uh, my favorite game series. I know your game, favorite game series, which is Cubert. What God is of it? Because because of, of all the oh, sex. that is a pretty good one. That is one I of my favorite remember. ones. That's true. All the mini sex all mini games, sex mini. you know, just to get those red orbs. <laughs> yeah, you get red. Yeah, orbs. you're right, actually. <laughs> I'm ups- I'm upset that they <laughs> I'm upset that they didn't have any of those mini games in the uh, the new ones they for the PlayStation the PlayStation you know Four PlayStation Five. They no, they could have they could have easily had it. They could have had that one, and then in the second game they could have had boy a uh, little you know uh, sex mini games. Like they could have done a bunch of different but shit. I, I, boy, it's your turn. Kidding. I know what game you like. Metal Which Gear. one? Metal, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Gear. Yeah, so it's uh, I love the the series. I mean, it's just crazy over the top sometimes. I mean, that's just Japanese stuff in general. It's like it can be serious, but then it'll have this, like over the well, top comedy moments. You could say it's Japanese, just, like, meta, but it's, it's you know, more commentary. it's more the the creator Hideo Kojima. He's uh, he writes some crazy fucking shit. Like some things like you never. Oh yeah. Well, he wanted to be a movie exactly. director. He wanted to create yeah. movies, and this is the closest he was allowed <laughs> to do. <laughs> They're like, nah, but you can make these games yeah, i guess fucking um but yeah I'm, I'm gonna be going uh from metal gear solid one um because that's the, the first one for the playstation yeah. one um there was metal gear games beforehand on the nintendo uh, but i never played those so i don't have any uh any exposure to them um uh, but i guess in those nintendo ones uh snake kills his father um oh, big shit. boss um 
Yeah, he kills his father in that, but he doesn't know that it's his father at the time, I think. Or maybe he finds out towards the end of it or whatever. Um, yeah, the, so we're talking yeah, about you know, plots, um, right? This has one of the most in-depth fucking plots ever that you have to look for sometimes, right? Like, there's hidden little things. Oh, yeah, you'll never... Dude, without somebody guiding you through it, you'll never figure it out for yourself. You'll just be like, I think this is what it is. And you're I, like, all I, right, I, I hope Snake it is. This woman, I think. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, the uh, the game starts off and it's uh he changes he dyes his hair because he's a natural blonde um and he dyes his hair uh brown like you know uh, brunette so he can um not be mistaken for the liquid snake the bad guy who, the terrorist who took over um the shadow base I think is what it was called it's been it's been fucking ten years since I played the game um and he initially he doesn't even know why they look the same he's like oh i just look like this terrorist <laughs> <laughs> but snakes uh he's a um really you know um competent really good mercenary really good soldier and he um here let me see if i can find it his first quote that i found uh pretty cool was uh i'm just a man who's good at what he does killing there's no winning or losing for a mercenary. And that's, again, like, he's just like, I'm just out here to kill. I just, they, they point me in a direction, you know, and I just kill stuff. And there's no winning or losing. Like, it's, that's just, it is what it is. <laughs> and it kind of shows you, uh, you know, his um his view on life, at least uh, by the time of the first game. Because um, he's definitely just an agent at first. He's just, you know, very Splinter Cell-esque where he's just like, uh, or Splinter Cell is very, you know, Metal Gear-esque. Where they're just spies are going out and they're just killing a bunch of stuff completing missions uh but I, I thought that was a really good window into like what his mindset was at least in the beginning it's, of the game um it's pretty funny because uh for a lot of games that we play your character is kind of like a blank canvas it's the world around it that has like the world building the the interest yeah which this has as well no, this has as well definitely but has they as put well, a lot but... of thought to snake as a character and uh yeah, but you find that out yeah. as it goes. And then I think a lot of it is, again, like you said, it's a canvas. So the other people definitely impart some type of uh, ideology on him, especially because this game's this game series is very much about like crazy political, global politic ideology yeah. and stuff. Like it's, it's, it's really good. crazy. And uh, one of the one of the things that happens where you get like a little bit more of insight is um, uh, what what's it called? Codec messages or or how do they communicate again? Yeah. Yeah, C O D E C, the codec. Yeah, so messages. they talk. Like so really, what it what it is is it's just a little. I mean, we I think we have the te similar technology, if not the same, where it's just a tiny little thing in your ear that vibrates. You know, it's like think of like a speaker, but only you yeah. can hear it. And uh, it uses your bone or something. Your bones in your ears the, to vibrate, and then yeah. So for for the purpose of the game, though, it does show you like a, a little video? like yeah. green like video of them but that's not really there, yeah, just to you show know, you the character and, and whatever but um yeah who you're talking to the reason i mentioned that is because uh you first get a codec message right and it's the main part of the, the story right they give you like hey here's a point you got to go to blah, blah 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 but so the thing that some people don't know is you can go back to that same channel because they're on different channels and uh talk to that same person and you get a little bit more of an insight of of uh snake talking to the person like um who was that uh, woman in the game? Um, she's the informant. Oh, her name's um, Meryl. And um, uh, you can go talk to her more than once, and you get a little bit of insight of what what kind of person they are. Like, not, not, not just what revolves around the mission. It revolves around what the person is, and then you get a little bit of insight on Snake as well. Like, he'll say something quirky or funny or... 
or something that relates to what the subject mm-hmm. is that they're talking about. And that's a, that's a lot of in that they put into that game for a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah, no, they definitely put in... There's a lot of, like, little Easter eggs, too. Like, it's yeah, cool. that game's great. Those games are great. I need to finish them. Mm-hmm, definitely. Same. All right, so what was your next okay, quote? This is going to be a two-parter, because uh, they kind of happened uh, a part of the show. So we have two two characters that I really like, uh, Jim Halpert and Dwight Schrute. And uh, they're always... Uh, well, Jim's always playing pranks on, on Dwight, just messing with them, you know, like office pranks, stuff like isn't too harmful. Yeah, they're very adversarial. Like uh, Dwight is uh, very punctual, very strict, and Jim's very laid back and... By the book, yeah. And you have these two opposing people who are really good at their jobs, but um, they're they're always at against each other for different reasons. And there is a part of the show where uh, <laughs> uh, Jim goes to uh, shows up to work and he's dressed up as Dwight and he's mimicking him. <laughs> and um, yeah, he he's uh he's, he's imitating, imitating everything that Dwight does, and Dwight doesn't pick up at it first because he's like whatever, he's just just Jim doing Jim things. And um, by the time uh, Dwight picks up on what's happening, he realizes that he's uh, mimicking him. And he he says, uh, what, he says uh, this is uh, Jim saying, bears, beats, Battlestar Galacta. Those are like all the things that that kind of um, sum up what uh, Dwight's interests are. Because he, he runs a bee farm. He talks about bears because they're one of the most dangerous creatures ever. And Battlestar Galactica because this is his right favorite right. show. And then... Uh, uh, Dwight, uh, Dwight comes up and he says, <clears throat> "Identity theft is no joke, Jim. Millions of families are suffering every year." <laughs> I'm just watching that. <laughs> it's just a small little skit that they're they're talking and shit. They're just back and forth, just saying things like, like uh, Jim's saying things that are punctual, and yeah, weird, he, and shit like that that Dwight would say. And and Dwight's like, "Fuck, fuck." Yeah, he's me. um. Well, at first he's like, "Oh, imitations is the most sincere form exactly. of flattery." Exactly, yeah, he does because <laughs> he tries to like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I, that doesn't bother me." Whatever, just yeah, play it cool, you know. <laughs> and then I think it's when he pulls out the uh, bobblehead, yeah, he right? Bobble. <laughs> he pulls out the bobblehead. He's like, "Damn it, Jim! <laughs> Identity theft isn't a joke. Millions of people suffer every yeah, day." It's <laughs> my fa- fucking one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, that's a great moment. And they're both like, Michael, yeah, Michael. They stand up and Michael. <laughs> He's like, what was it for $12? I can have the whole Dwight Schrute outfit or something <laughs> yeah, like exactly. that. <laughs> He's like, I, got, I, I was at the pharmacy and I saw these reader glasses and uh, I picked up a yellow shirt at the Goodwill. I think he gets and, like uh, a couple of pants to put in his you know. pocket and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like $12. <laughs> that is a good one. Oh, man. So it's funny that you brought up Meryl because the next quote has to deal with her as well. Um, Meryl says, uh, first it's my eyes. Now it's my butt. What's next? And then Snake replies, on the battlefield, you never think about what's next. Um, and it's just a funny interaction between them two because at one point, like, you know, you're, <laughs> and it's so fucking funny, too, because this is PlayStation 1 when the game came out. So they're still like super oh, polygonal, like the, the like uh, 3D models. They're like, you know, like Tomb Raider, you know, they're very, again, very much polygons and uh so there's a, a point where like uh you know because you can look in first person and then you watch uh meryl walk away and then her you know it zooms in on her butt for some reason it's like swishing back and forth and that's where she you know replies with that message like you know first my eyes and now it's my butt what's next 
because yeah the, the when you first run into her she's like uh dressed up all you can see is her eyes and um and he's like oh you're not a bad guy or whatever i could tell by your eyes or whatnot because she's dressed up in like a swat outfit almost if i remember correctly yeah she was uh um, but yeah she no, was a... inserted to find a darpa chief and keep him from they're trying to make oh they're they're trying to find metal gear of course the and she was trying to no 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 no. at first they're trying to find the uh the general dude remember that's being tortured i thought it was the darpa chief yeah i think that's who yeah, it is yeah saying. they're trying to find them yeah they're trying to find him first and then he ends up dying yeah, i think does, yeah. like you can't save um, him it's just impossible something about psychomantis you know <laughs> fucking kind of yeah 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 because i think you you do save him and then he still yeah, dies like they, they no matter, no matter what, i think no matter like what that. you do he has to die yeah 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 i just thought it was funny because it's like he's like first the eyes and then i think he sees the uh the whatever you know walking away and he's like oh i know that fucking ass wish anywhere yeah, you know it's fucking <laughs> so yeah snake comes off as a bit of misogynistic like whenever whenever it's a woman he can notice hey he's just a red-blooded american male man he loves so, women I, I, I don't know too much about metal gear since i never finished the games is he based off of american base or whatever like is he just an american military or I think he started off as a as like an American soldier. Because as the game gets more in depth, like the plot gets way weirder, and like you don't know where he's from because of the different things that happen. And I'm just like, what? Well, no, he he just moves around a lot, and he becomes disenfranchised with the United States and the governments in general. So they just start kind of doing their own thing. He's like, I'm no longer going to be with the, the Sons of the Patriots mm-hmm. or whatever because it's like a group that took over America. Because even like, um, you know, in a quote I'll pull up later, you know, he, he's clearly not Japanese. He's not, you know, a lot of these other guys like. Um, um, he, he's from America, you know, he's straight from America. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know too much of the, the story, like I said, but I, I, I would just I wanted to assume it was Japanese. But like the whole thing is all he looks like he's American and. I mean the the weaponry that they use and stuff like that. It all seems American to me, but I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, yeah, because you you know especially in Metal Gear Solid Two, you're like on a U.S. like naval ship. Like again, it, it's made by Japanese people, so there's a lot of Japanese characters in it. But he, he's American, or at least he starts off American. Then he kind of like you know he uh he becomes an expat. Yeah. yeah. What's your next quote? Okay, Goof? This next one's from Michael Scott. <clears throat> Uh, I would rather be feared. Oh no, I'm sorry. <clears throat> would I rather be feared or loved? Easy, both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. So, <laughs> the reason like, oh, I kind of like this quote is because um, a lot of Michael's uh, things that he say that says are very sad. Like the everything is very yeah. desperate, very needy, because a lot of people generally don't really like him as a person. Cause he's kind of a again a weirdo. He's he, he's yeah he's a fucking he's a grating. He's um mm-hmm. abrasive. He's, the, he's like, also in a position just... of power where people can't really tell him anything because guess what? I'm your boss. If you if you bathmouth me, I could just fire you. Right, right. But, uh, when he is very much petty, self centered, all that stuff. Again, he's just got a lot of bad qualities. Um, at, but at the end of the day, it's because he wants to be loved. You know, he's so lonely. At the end of the day, he's actually just a really lonely character. Yeah, it's really know? sad because uh, you see him always try to stick onto Jim, the cool character, right? Like, oh, I want to hang out with Jim. I want Jim to come hang out with me. And let's go do this stuff, Jim. Blah 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 blah. And he always tries to push off with Dwight, even though Dwight wants to hang out with him. It's like 
he can't really choose his battle sometimes he'll he'll he wants to be part of the cool kids because i guess he wasn't in high school or whatever so that always right, comes up right. like that yeah that's a great one so the reason i had brought up saying like you know there's japanese characters is there's a character his name's autocon <laughs> oh yeah and uh Main guys you talk to in uh through the codex, he's kind of like your info guy, you know, your your man behind the computer in the computer chair. And uh, this quote, it's him asking Snake a question, to which he replies. So he says, uh, "Snake, do you think love can bloom, even on a battlefield?" And then Snake replies, "Yeah, I do. I believe at any time, any place, people can fall in love with each other. But if you love someone, you have to be able to protect them." I'm like, that's such a again, like as the game progresses, you start kind of un peeling away these layers to snake because at first he's very much like i'm just here to kill people get the job done and bounce and then it's like all right well you know he's clearly gives a fuck about these people he's not as cold hearted as he came off initially because you know he saves otacon he saves meryl he's you know he's trying to save all these people and he doesn't have to that's another thing as well Yeah, that's not part of his mission his his first the the main part of the mission is find the darpa chief anything in between who cares right but from on his trip there, he finds Otacon, he finds Meryl. Like, like, when you find Otacon, doesn't he shit himself or piss himself? Something like that. Yeah, he and shit himself. Um, well, and that's the thing, too, is there, there's other, like, even some of the people, some of the soldiers on the base, he shows mercy to. And he's like, hey, man, you don't have to do this. You know, go in here. You know, I'll pretend like, or you can pretend like you try to stop me and whatever, you know. Like, they're, they're, because you can run through, or you can play through the game and get like a, you don't I have to kill people. You, can, he's, uh, like, you don't have to kill anybody that whole game. You can tranquilize or whatever. It'd yeah, you can just knock them out. Yeah, and get through the whole game like that. But um, I don't know if there's achievement for it or whatever. But um, if you get to the whole game without hurting anybody, I know in the second game, I don't. I don't think there's tranquilizer in the first one. I have to replay it. I know in the second game for sure you can tranquilize everyone. And then if you go through the whole game without killing someone, I think you can do it in the first one too. Um, but I know in the second game, if you go the whole game without killing anyone, when you replay it, fuck, this might have been the first one. I don't remember. You get the uh, the long bandana, which gives that you infinite like ammo. The second you or third one, the game. I'm not sure. It's not the third one for sure. It's either the first or the second one. I just I, don't remember. It's also very funny because um, I don't know what game it is. Uh, a friend told me about this, that there's a, there's a mission in one game where um, – uh, you get to a place where you're, it's just this big foggy place, and as you're walking, enemies come and attack you over and over. And uh, the reason that happens is they represent everybody that you've killed throughout your missions. So if you uh, don't kill anybody, and you can walk through that whole place without finding any single encounters, and that kind of plays on what the the character does is like, are you're you're being punished for killing so many people throughout this game. Right, the go the ghosts mm. of your past, um, and that'll come up in a in a future quote. Uh, okay, that I'll say right. in a bit. Okay, what's nice. your next quote, Goof? Um, so me, <clears throat> again, Michael Scott playing on his uh, insecurities. Uh, we have. Uh, do I need to be liked? Absolutely not. I like to be liked. I enjoy being liked. I have to be liked, but it's not like a, a, this compulsive need to be liked. I like I need m- to be praised, Michael Scott. So again playing on insecurities a little bit it's just like i don't need to be liked it's nice to be liked i need to be liked if they don't like me they, they can at least praise me it's just fucking going into the psyche and just finding out like man this man is very sad very lonely and he has a compulsive need to be you know like mm-hmm. to be adored um fucking there 
uh, I don't have this quote, but um, do you remember the episode where they have a, a film of him as a kid on this uh, kid show? And um, yeah, yeah, he's like, I'll have a whole family, and then that way they have yeah, to be exactly. my friends. Or he's whatever. like, I want to have a bunch of kids, and he's like, Why do you want to have so many kids? Like, because uh, they'll be my family, and they have to be my friend. And the the guy asking him the question is just fucking flabbergasted. He can't say anything because it's like, what? He's just like, fuck, this, this kid kid's is very sad. sad. He's just a kid. <laughs> Why doesn't he have any friends or whatever? It's like, fuck, that sucks. Bro. Right, oh, right. So I had brought up uh, Otacon, and then this is a quote that I really like. I just thought it was funny. He, uh, he says, uh, what's with these guys? It's just like one of my Japanese animes. <laughs> <laughs> when he said that, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> All right. But again, it's made by a yeah, Japanese guy, I was right? Like... Say, remember the beginning, like the exact, almost the exact beginning of the, of the game of Metal Gear, the first Metal Gear, you're going up the elevator and you're in this snowy place, like a fucking snowy mountain. I don't know exactly where, but uh, as you're going up the elevator, fucking uh, uh cherry blossom petals start flying around you i'm like what the fuck is going on man like, this fucking game dude like, what, yeah yeah what is this yeah it's just fucking funny fucking so what's your next quote? um we have one from dwight shoot very short i'm fast to give you a reference point i'm somewhere between a snake and a mongoose and a panther so, uh, another, again, another <laughs> character who he's a little bit more self-assured of himself and he has to back it up with these weird facts and little, little things that he talks about. Like, like I said, we talk about, he, he's obsessed. Yeah. He thinks very highly of exactly. his abilities. Yes, yeah. like, I, I'm very capable. Again, another quote that I don't have is, um, he's talking to, he's talking to the camera. He says, I never tip for something that I could do myself. <laughs> and he says, except my dentist, I tipped him very well. <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 it took me a minute to think about it. I'm like, huh, that is pretty weird. Because uh, he, he, I, I forget what was happening. He didn't, twi- he didn't tip a waiter or something, and th- they gave him a little shit about it. He goes, I would never tip anything for anything that could do something better myself. I'm like, fucking weirdo, man. <laughs> Who talks like this? And then... Yeah, but it, it it also insinuates that he definitely tried to do dental work on himself, and he was yeah, like, it, it yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can't. It's like do I this. can't. I can't reach into my back of my molars and pull this, or fix this root canal or whatever I need to do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's fucking, fucking funny. Um, there's a there's a character in the series called Vulcan Raven, and uh, you know after after you defeat him because he's one of the bosses. Um, he starts being eaten alive by uh, his ravens. He has all these ravens flying around him yeah. all the time. And he says, uh, Snake, in the natural world, there is no such thing as boundless slaughter. There is always an end to it, but you are different. Solid Snake walking away. What are you trying to say? And Vulcan Ra- Raven replies, The path you walk on has no end. Each step you take is paved with the corpses of your enemies. Their souls will haunt you forever. You will have no peace. Hear me, Snake. My spirit will be watching you. So it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, yeah, dude, like, uh, Snake, the life he lives is, it's, he's made for conflict, you know? You find out later on in the series that, um, I'll bring it up in a quote later, but you just find out some crazy stuff about, you know, snake and and who he is and where he comes from and stuff and you're just like whoa what the fuck dude 
Um, but yeah, that's just a really cool, uh, really cool quote. And it's very, again, by talking to some of these characters, you start pulling back the layers on who Snake is, who who he thinks he is, who everybody else sees him as, sees him, sees him as. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really cool quote. Um, I think uh, everything that that game tells you about Snake, like you start the game off with what a, a pistol and a and a car and a smokes, and the 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 game tells you. These smokes, you don't need them, but you have them because Snake likes to smoke. They even tell you, hey, this will cause cancer or whatever, yeah. but he just likes to smoke. So yeah. that's, that gives you a little bit of in-depth of what kind of person Snake is. Is like he's in the... where, where it's an item, yeah, it's something mm-hmm. he carries around with him. You know, and it's cool, too, because the smokes, the cigarettes, they... Um, they relieve stress or something? They're, uh, they, they, they do damage as well. When you're... Yeah, they do a little bit of damage, but what they also do is uh, when you're aiming first person view, you can smoke, and then it'll uh, it'll steady That's your right. scope. And I think it uh, helps with lasers as well. You can shoot better. Oh yeah, you could, the the smoke blows on the little yeah, infrared yeah. beams, so you can avoid like stuff like that. Yeah, little know. cool things cool. that you do in game. The, the, well, dude, the game starts off. You get out of the water. You're in your cool little badass like yeah. skin tight suit. And then you're walking around in the snow and you're like, all right, cool. You know, just a normal sneak around game. And then the alarms start going off because of your footprints. You left footprints behind. And you're like, what the fuck? No game has ever mm-hmm. done this before. Ever. Like just the attention to details in the game is just is fucking yeah, awesome, man. The, the details are, are are exactly what make your game, make your characters. And if you don't have those, you just have like a bland game where like it's fun shoot game right like you play fucking call of duty and there there can't be a story there but people have such a short attention spans that all they can do is point shoot point shoot and it's it's so refreshing to have a game where you have a, a good story good characters that are richly filled you get little clues when you play the game like we're talking about the smokes right it's a little clue into what kind of person snake is and then you get the codex messages. You get a little bit of another clue right there with, with the little snarky remarks that Snake makes or they make towards Snake. Yeah, that'd be... Yeah, it's just... It's a great game, dude. Just Even the first one, as shitty as the graphics are, because it's really hard sometimes to play old games like that, it's just... It's a fun game, man. Again, it's been 10 years since I played it. If I had time, I'd definitely restart playing it again. It's also um, hard to go back yeah, to dude, because of the way awesome it controls and stuff like that. Like... Oh yeah, it's got like weird yeah, tank it's, controls it's almost. A... It's almost Resident Evil esque. It's not even. It's not tank controls. It's what it is. Is the camera shifts from point of view. Yeah. So then you have to. It's in the top. You have to like constantly be adjusting where you're. No, no, no. It's it's different point of views. It'll be because the idea is it's like cameras. So you know how there'll be different angles in a in a, uh-huh. in a movie. And uh, he did that on purpose because one, he wants it to look cinematic, but also he's like, you got to constantly be adjusting and evolving. You'll be running this way, but then you enter another angle, and it's like, all right, well now you got to be running this way, and it's like, oh yeah, man, like it's it's again it's very uh immersive uh, I, yeah I like so what i remember is yeah you begin you begin your first mission right it's top down because you're coming out of the water but when you go to hug a wall because you're sneaking around it's it's uh first per- not first person but it's a uh, third person but third from, person. The, from a different angle and you're you're looking across the wall yeah. you see somebody walking towards you and you're just like oh shit this is fucking intense Yeah, it's a really, really fun game. What's your yeah, next quote, Groove? I only got two more, but um, so okay. this is a fucking gym, and um, this is when they took a trip, and they uh, let's see, do, do, do. 
Uh, uh, it's it's uh, Jim talking to the camera. He's, he's talking about a trip and what happened with him, Pam, and uh, Dwight. He says, he says, <clears throat> he says, we didn't play many video games in, in Scranton. Instead, we do stuff like um, Pam and I would sometimes hum the same high pitched notes to try to uh, make Dwight uh, to try to make Dwight an appointment with a ear doctor because they're trying to trick him into uh, thinking he's, his eyes, his ears are fucking up. And uh, Pam called it pretendive. I can't even say that word because it's fucking pretended the night is. Um, so they're just trying to okay. fuck with Dwight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, um, fuck, there was a book I read where they were pretty much doing that, um, where they were, uh, they were, duh, 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 duh. How do, how do they call it? Um, they're like whistling like at a certain pitch to kind of like throw him off and making it seem like yeah, he has exactly. tinnitus or something like that. Exactly. And they're yeah. just trying to fuck with him. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I'm looking it up right now for Solid Snake. Uh, he was born 1972, United States, nationality American. Um, but yeah, his, uh, his real name, his full name is David. Um, and you find that of Metal Gear Solid and the Twin Snakes, um, but the reason I uh, I you know brought that up and like I was saying earlier, um, there's some crazy stuff on his background. Um, where yeah, there's an next quote is between Li- Liquid Snake and Solid Snake, um, and uh, Liquid says, uh, "So the snakes finally come out of his hole. Are you ready now, brother?" And then Snake replies, or Solid Snake replies, "Why are you calling me brother? Who the hell are you?" Liquid replies, I'm you. I'm your shadow. Snake, what? <laughs> Liquid, ask the father that you killed. I'll send you to hell to meet him. Um, and you find out that they're pretty much clones. They're clones of the big boss, who is uh, the original Snake. Or uh, actually, I guess in his game, because he's the main character in Metal Gear Solid 3, he's Naked Snake. Um, the, the original but yeah, Snake. They, they, yeah, and they needed they needed his skills and his abilities to continue, you know, the fight for freedom and blah, blah, blah. And they made liquid snake a solid snake, but then they had him raised in different parts of the world and uh, liquid snake fucking turned evil. You know, he turned evil and then uh solid snake, you know, he's just the more like dutiful brother and whatnot. Um, but this comes into play later on, but uh, yeah, really, really cool, really cool character, really cool interactions. Um, so it makes more sense early on when it's like, yeah, I look like this fucking terrorist because I'm his genetic that, brother. Uh, that twist at the at that part was so fucking cool. I was just like, wait, what? Like, I I kind of knew because I, from osmosis, people talk about fucking Metal Gear all the time. But just that, yeah. just getting to that part, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was cinematic. He was just like, yes, this is. I'm telling a very good story, and the plot twist is just like they're brothers this whole time. Not not only are they brothers, they're fucking clones. Do you find out of that in game that they're clones? Uh, I don't think so. I think they say it later on, like they hint at it, but then they say it later on. I think in the Twin Snakes because or whatever. I, I didn't the know there that, that he was a clone till um, Metal Gear Four, and that was my first exposure to that game. Oh shit, that's yeah, way later. The only reason I knew that is because I'm like, why are you playing as this old man? And someone dumped that, the whole plot to yeah, me. Yeah, it's like oh eight oh nine. Someone dumped the whole plot to me of why he's an old man. I'm like, oh shit, that's fucking cool. Metal Gear is cool, and like, yeah, you should play the games. So I'm like, I have to find a way to because. This is fucking cool. Holy shit. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes was a GameCube remake of the original game, and that's where they kind of give uh, more of the background, you know, to The mm-hmm. Twin Snakes. Fucking, uh, yeah. But yeah, the... um, 
what was your you said you have one yeah, more I got cool. one more <clears throat> this is um <laughs> the, the this is one of my favorites because the way it's told uh you, you probably heard this quote before you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you yeah. don't take who said that roman <laughs> wayne well, gretzky Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> well, the way uh, it's presented is uh, Michael Scott saying it, right? He says uh, he says the quote, and then yeah. it says uh, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, as because uh, he doesn't Scott. know how to give proper <laughs> credit to the quote, so he thinks, uh, yeah, yeah, he thinks that he's quoting. I think he thought the, I think he thought the quote itself said, "You miss a hundred percent of the shots, Wayne Gretzky." <laughs> I think that's what he thought the quote was. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it gives you a little bit more insight to how stupid and fucking how his brain works. Just, yeah, how kind of like dumb and, he is. Yeah, he's just so clueless and, and sometimes. Him saying that is just like uh, I was a little. I had to listen to it more than once because I, I I didn't understand because I've heard the quote before. I'm like, is that a hockey player? And and him trying to take credit kind of for it. I'm just like, what? That's so stupid. <laughs> So uh, I got two quotes right. uh, to wrap it up for us. Um, one, The last one is a solid snake. Uh, he says, uh, if you ask me, there's no happiness to be found in death. No peace either. I'm leaving here alive. That's when he kind of, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here, bro. I don't know what your plan is, but uh, see ya. You know, like you can die. Because um, I think Liquid Snake tries to, you know, he's suicide. You know, he does like a suicide attack trying to kill him or something like that in his little helicopter, if I remember correctly. Oh, no, he's in. No, you beat him in the helicopter. He goes into the uh, metal. Yeah, gear. he's in the helicopter, Correct. which is fucking insane. You have to fight a helicopter. And uh, you also yeah. fight a tank in that game. We're fucking nuts. That, that took me. A yeah, that was the first Vulcan, uh, Vulcan Raven yeah, that fight. Took me yeah, a because I was like, fuck it. How do I beat a tank? And then I don't remember how I did it, but I did it. And then the helicopter fight. I'm oh, like, yeah, Are you yeah, fucking yeah. kidding me? A helicopter now? Um, but yeah, the uh, the final quote I wanted to say is uh, done by Otacon. It's an Otacon quote. And in the game, when you die, you get a call from, you know, a Kodak call from Otacon. And he's like, Snake? Snake? Snake! And it's game yeah, over. That's uh, the death thing, right? You die. Yeah. That's, that's a... Snake. Um. Yeah, but... It's such a great game, dude. There's so much, like, there's even more. Like, I'm looking at through a lot of these quotes, like, they have in the database. And it's like, yeah, there's so many other quotes from other characters, but it's just too many to just there's keep listing. Lot. We're already almost like an hour into this episode. Yeah, there, there's a lot. This is just yeah, one yeah, game. This is just, this is just one game, uh, too. I, was, I have a quote because this is one of my favorites. Uh, I don't know which one it's from. I'm pretty sure it's from the first Metal Gear. Um, let me say it to you. <clears throat> um, <laughs> six shots. More than enough to kill anything that moves. Yeah, is, that, is that the first one? I don't. I don't think that's the first. That's Fuck, not the first one. Though. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> the uh, revolver ocelot. When you they they do some background to him. Um, when you character. run he's into him in, yeah, he's cool. So in Metal Gear Solid Three, it's set in the past with you know Naked Snake, and it shows when he first meets Revolver Ocelot. That's- and he's like, you know, in charge of this other group or whatever, you know, whatever that he's going against, you know, at the time. And uh, you first run into him and he does his little ocelot roar. He's like, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is going on? 
and he's shooting at you with like a pistol. You know, you're, he's just like, I'm a badass. I just use a pistol. And then, you know, Naked Snake's like, uh, I fucking, you know, just whoops his ass. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? And then he starts giving him, you know, uh, tips. He's like, all right, man, you you recoil your, your, your you know, you'd shoot straight if you didn't recoil your hand. Like, you know, it, it, you're acting like you have a revolver instead of a automatic pistol or a semi-automatic pistol. And he's like, what? So the next time you fight him again, he has a revolver. Mm-hmm. And he's like shooting at you and he's talking to you the whole time. And he's just like, oh, this is so thrilling. Every time he's reloading, because it's only like six shots. He's like, oh, it's so thrilling. Like, I've never felt this way before. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I just still remember his little. I'm like, what the, the fuck, bro? Pain, right? The fifth one? No, I want um, to play that one. He's a in that lot, game too, dude. right? Like as a young version with, with the, yeah. the original snake. Yeah, I think uh, so. It's it's not the original oh, Snake though. Um, I, I think exactly so. I, so in in the Metal Gear Solid Three is the furthest back chronologically mm-hmm. that they've gone because that one's set right after. It's in the seventies, right? No, 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 no. I think it's set. Fuck, let me look it up. But I'm pretty sure it's set after World War Two. Like I think it's after Korea or something okay. like that. Um, and um, here, hold on. Snake Eater. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. Okay, so you have listened to it. I love it. It's an homage to James Bond songs. It's a 007, yeah. So let's see when it takes place. Uh, who is the sniper in? 1964. So 31 years before the events of the original Metal Gear. And then, um, yeah, when Naked Snake. So that's when you first run into him. That's the youngest. And then in Metal Gear Solid 5, uh, Phantom Pain. Everybody, you're playing as Punish Snake, so already that gives you the idea that you're not, you're not the the big boss. You're not, you're not Naked Snake. Um, and you find out later on, like towards the end of the game, that because uh, everybody treats you as the boss, and the reason why they do is they're told that you're the boss. You're told you're like memory wiped that you're the boss, and the reason they did that was so um, he needs a you know the big boss needs to live forever, so he has all these body doubles and stuff to increase like his legend and whatnot. Um, so he's the, he's the, uh, punish snake, phantom snake. Um, the, the, there's so many like different names he has, but that was a great game too with the diamond dogs. I have a diamond dude, dog patch and all that shit. No, I fucking love that game too, dogs, dude. dude. I fucking love that. Yeah. 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 When it shows you the, the, um, loyalty that his troops had. So the first metal gear game for the Nintendo, that one takes place after metal gear solid five chronologically. Cause you kill mm-hmm. big boss in that game. When he has the, I think the Shogohod, which is like a, it's right before the tank. It's right before the, or it's right before the Metal Gear. So it's like the evolution. It's like a walking tank. Um, so uh, that was like right before Metal Gear Rex, which is the first of the Metal Gears. Um, so I think chronologically it goes Metal Gear Solid 3. And then it goes to Phantom Pain. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain. And then you do the Nintendo games, which is Metal Gear. And then you do Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 4. Yeah, 4. And then Metal Gear Revengeance is, a, I think, way yeah, in the yeah. future. 4 is the it's supposed to be the last one of, uh, of Solid Snake, right? Yeah, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 4 is supposed to be the end of the line for him. And that's where you first see uh, Raiden or Raiden as a yeah. cyborg. And then he gets his own game, Revengeance. So what sucks, I wish they would have done it, is they were hinting at or talking about there's a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors going around 
that they were going to do a Metal Gear game set during World War II with uh, big bosses, the big boss, uh, Naked Snake, his mentor. She's in the Snake Eater game. She's known as the boss. So I've heard so much so, uh, about her, and I, I don't know what I don't know what game she's in. Yeah, she's in Metal Gear Solid okay. Three. The um, yeah, Snake Eater. Okay, she's in that, that one. Yeah, she's yeah, a fucking I, badass, I dude. Heard, like so many good things about her, and I'm just like, where? What game do I have to play to see her or talk to her or something? And these games are are so in depth that I don't know. Yeah, where yeah. To go. Yeah, and uh, so her name's The Boss, and she was, um, here, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, 1960s uh, Soviet jungle setting. Um, I'm trying to find within the Cold War, yeah, and uh, several, whatever. Here's the characters. Um, yeah, Big Boss by David Hayter. Um, where is... Colonel Volgan, sees power, and the boss. Here she is, the boss, um, Lori. And then she had a group that she led that had the name Snake in it, um, or the Cobras mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, oh yeah, her son is a Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> I think I played that. And then, um, and then her, yeah, and then Big Boss is like her adoptive son almost. She's like a son. He's like a she's like a mother figure to him, or he's like a you know she's a mentor to him. And then uh, let me see if. Uh, there it is. Cobra unit was what it was called. So that's where like all the snakes stuff started. So they were hinting so long that like, oh, we're going to do a, a World War II one and we're going to have, you know, the boss and her her teams, you know, going around a World War II setting. I'm like, oh, that would have been fucking cool, dude, because it would have been even more low tech because when you play Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, it's very low tech. Like you're you're doing um, radios. You're straight up not doing codec. It's like you have a little yeah. radio um you're you're going around and surviving on your own too so you're like hunting trapping shit i remember the coolest fucking thing is i i caught a live snake and it was a poisonous one and i threw it on a motherfucker dude i threw it on the guy and he got poisoned and he died and i was like what the fuck is this game dude because i had played metal gear solid one and two and then three just it it turned everything on its head i'll have to talk about that later probably in regular weaving words episode because i I fucking love that game i wish i for metal gear because i've heard so many good things um, I heard there was even a, an event yeah. from uh, a friend of ours, Larry, because he loves those games too. And there's a Monster Hunter event. Yeah, Did yeah. You know that? Yeah. Bro, even better than that, we were just talking about this the other day. The You know what Solid Snake's last video game appearance is? His very final video game uh, appearance? Super Smash Brothers? No, it was Bomberman oh. from 2020. Okay. Because that came out after okay, Smash Bros. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he was in Bomberman, dude. And I was just like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it, it sucks. Right. I want to get it because I have a PS3. They made the uh, the collection for the yeah. first three games. Um, I just, it's hard to find, dude. It's hard, it's hard, hard collection to find. I mean, it's not, not even that it's expensive. You just don't see it anywhere. Uh, but I'd like to have the one, two, and three for the the PS3. That's probably something mm-hmm. I'd want to have. I mean, maybe if they remade it for a newer console, maybe I don't know. I just don't want to buy a new console. Uh, really, I just wait till the console gets cheap and buy that and get it from there. I guess, Fuck yeah. Me. I don't know. I tried buying a PS4 from the shop and it was broken, <laughs> so I was like, uh, I don't know, man. I know, right? So I was like, ah, I'm good. I, you know, luckily I got my money back and stuff. But it's just one of those like, man, that was a bummer. I was ready to have it because I was gonna get a PS4 for a hundred bucks, that's and a, it was like the pro version deal. and all that stuff. 
Yeah, I was like, fuck it, man. Like, I was ready to play Red Dead Redemption for the rest of my life. Red Dead Redemption 2. I was like, fuck it. This is the game I'm going to be playing forever. Um, but yeah, man, I'll, I'll have to keep an eye out because we get those games every now and then. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anything to I'm add, Goof? You, do, do you remember the sniper in Metal Gear 1? The first... Sniper yeah. Wolf. Yeah, she was cool. Do you remember cool. any quotes Because I remember she had some cool shit. She, she has a quote, yeah. I'll have to pull it up next time. We'll do more of the bad guys. Um, I actually would prefer if we did a regular episode and we talked about Metal Gear because I I love hearing these stories of Metal Gear. I'll do that at some point in the future. I'd really want to get it all together. Actually, what I really like to do is get my buddy uh, Val. He was the artist for when I first started doing the podcast. Um, And he's an even bigger Metal Gear fan than I am. And he has a lot more information. He's very knowledgeable. And he owns all the action figures. I'll try to get Larry to talk to me about uh, some Metal Gear because, again, he's he's played all of them. All of them. And he, fucking, he loves the shit out of him. I, I'm pretty sure he's even done all the fucking secret shit. You know how Hidel Kojima likes to hide shit in the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. And... yeah, all the little stuff. I, well, dude, I had the Metal Gear Acid games for the PSP, and then there's like Gravier videos in there, like softcore porn. Yeah. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on, dude? It's fucking <laughs> weird, man. I was watching somebody play it. Yeah. Ah, uh, Japan. I was watching somebody play it on, on Twitch, and they were like, this. I'm not playing the game just to complete it. I'm playing it to show you the secrets. And um, it's Metal Gear 2 when you're playing as uh, Raiden. And, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, I think right at the beginning, like you're playing as Raiden, you're walking around, and they're going, uh, you're in this military base, and they have a Metal Gear in the back, and um, they're, they're going through this, uh, this uh, what do you call it? Um, it's kind of like a, a screen projector. And they're, uh, they're showing like little clips or whatever, and if you stare long enough, it shows like weird videos and shit i'm like what the fuck is this shit like what does this have to do with the mission yeah there's always a bunch of easter eggs in the yeah in the you can games. tell they had a lot of fun making those games no definitely definitely no kojima's great man uh it's such a bummer how everything shook out the way it did with konami because i yeah. would have loved to have gotten more you uh, can, he said like he didn't want to do them anymore more and then konami's like these are money makers keep going keep going well, it's not even that. He he did the last one, Konami. So the big thing, that what had happened is when he did the last Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Five. it made a shit ton of money. Let's just say it's something like 50 million bucks. It made $50 million. But it cost them like $49 million to yeah, make. So... Like they literally made like a little under a million dollars. So their whole thing is, is just video games aren't profitable, right? Like it doesn't matter how much money they make if they're not making a profit on it. So at the time, what had happened with Konami is they make pachinko machines and the pachinko machines were way more profitable. So that's when they basically, they canceled a silent Hill, the new silent Hill game at the time. They were not going to be doing any more, you know, Castlevania. They weren't going to be doing any more metal gear. They're like, we're pretty much just going to focus on our pachinko machines and making tons of money. Well, then the laws in Japan changed to make the pachinko machine less profitable, like the pachinko mm-hmm. stuff, less profitable. So they instantly, instantly backpedaled on all that. And they're like, hey, check it out. Metal Gear Solid 5 zombies I, yeah, and this and that. Such but by, by that point, Kojima yeah. was gone. Yeah. Well, and by then, yeah, I was going to say, by then Kojima had left. They had let go of Kojima. And what's fucked up is they didn't even let him go get the award for the Metal Gear Solid Five because it won all these video game awards and like no you can't even go you can't be mentioned right. like all like this shit like it was, it was fucked like up dude be there or something like that what? yeah they, they just they did them dirty dude and then Sony was like hey what's up bro you want to make cool games with us and yeah. then we got what is it Death Stranding so, or whatever 
with Norman Reedus so and his fetus. When you say the the video games aren't that profitable. Um, you're you're they weren't kind of yeah. right. Um, I think what also plays into it is the way Kojima makes his games. He puts a lot of love into them and also takes a lot of money, right? Like the time, the 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 effort. Well, and that's what I'm saying, though. That's straight up exactly what it is. It's not profitable. It doesn't matter if you make $100 if it costs sure, you 99 sure. to do the stuff. You're only making $1. So your profit is small yeah. to nothing. So again, when you you know make $50, $50 million on a video game, but it costs you $49 million, it's just not profitable. And that's what happened. They're just like, we're not getting you know the money we want out of this. Like It's just not worth all the money we're investing to only yeah. get back. A small I, I think fraction they, of what it. they wanted is they wanted like the Call of Duty clones and get get out there like quick money, easy turnaround, and then profit, right? But the way Kojima makes his games. Well, I think they expected. I think they expected to make fifty million dollars. I just think they didn't expect that it cost forty nine <laughs> million dollars. They're just like, what the fuck are you doing? But then when you play the game, you feel yes. all the quality in the game too, dude. Like I remember watching a lot of let's plays and a lot of playthroughs, and I was like, holy fuck, it's, this game is so wild, dude. And um, I mean, they made a they made a special engine. For for him i think they called it the the fox engine or the kojima engine i forget what but it's specifically made to to, yeah, I think to, it's like the to fox render or whatever because it's yeah, based it's, off it's, of something it's made to render specifically the way that he wants things and that's so expensive and i, I can see where they're coming from like this is costing us too much you you got to find a way to make this more profitable and of course kojima's an artist well, you know how companies are. Their whole thing is all about yeah. profits. It doesn't matter yeah. how much they money we make. It's profits. So, again, when they're not profitable, they're like, we don't give a fuck how much people like yeah. it. This is what and it's at. Kojima's like, no, I, I want to make a... I, well, of course, he wants to make movies, but the, the way he's... It wasn't even Kojima, you know, saying no. It was just like, they're like, we're done with you. He goes, oh, but you don't want to do it? No, we're done with you, bro. Now, don't talk about this. Be a good Japanese businessman. Did and, you uh, hear what out. happened to him when, when on the end of his career with uh, Konami? Like, they had him in prison in his office? What the fuck? Like, they, no, wouldn't, they wouldn't let him leave his office. I don't, I don't know the full details, but they were like, they were semi-fucking had him, like, in prison in his office and, like, Everything that he needed was brought to him, and that was it. You're here to work, or nothing at all. It's yeah, that's wild. Me. All right, a goof. Well, let's wrap it up. Anything uh, you want to plug? Play Metal Gear. Everybody, play Metal Gear. Metal Gear. All right, guys. If you have any questions, any suggestions, um, any recommendations, uh, let us know. Weaving Words Podcast at Gmail dot com. We're on Instagram, Facebook uh Uligan squad discord server Tell all over the place uh, but yeah other than that metal gear all righty guys Bye. adios